Hello and welcome to the Simone Intuitive Podcast, where we dive deep into spiritual wellness and intuitive development. I am your host, Simone, and I have worked as a professional psychic medium, Reiki master, and spiritual life coach for over 13 years. You can find me at www.simoneintuitive.com or on my Etsy store. My shop name is Simone Intuitive, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Simone Intuitive handle name. I hope you all had a great week. Spring is here. It has been very sunny here in Seattle, which is a really nice change because it's normally very uh, gray, rainy, kind of depressing. So I really loved walking around outside and just basking in the sun and enjoying the fact that spring is almost here. There's such a good vibe out there, just this big sense of renewal, new beginnings, just really, really strong, good energy. So tomorrow is International Women's Day, so I wanted to wish a happy Women's Day to all female-identified people out there. Please take the time to pause and celebrate what that may mean to you. So today, I wanted to talk through new moon best practices. The reason for this is because we have an upcoming new moon on Saturday morning, March 13th, 2021 at 521 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The moon will be in beautiful Pisces. And I wanted to share what the new moon means in the context of spiritual work, why it is meaningful for us, how to engage with new moons, and my personal new moon routine and a suggested routine for this new moon in Pisces. So what does a new moon really mean for those on a spiritual path? A new moon is essentially the opposite of the full moon. The moon historically has served to measure time and there's a massive history of the full moon, new moon, or other moon phases in terms of folklore, mythology, religion, and different cultures. There's so much beautiful history around the symbolism and the meaning of the moon. One of my favorite mythological figures related to the moon is the Greek goddess Selene. Selene drives her moon chariot across the heavens to create the night sky. That is some gorgeous imagery. So in history, the moon and lunar influences present itself as prominent for a variety of reasons in historical texts and narratives. Because of the inherent power of the moon and its history, it stands to reason that the moon is significant for us as humans. The moon is traditionally looked upon as a feminine symbol and it universally represents the rhythm of time as it embodies and creates a cycle. The phases of the moon symbolize immortality and eternity, enlightenment, or the dark side of nature. So why is the new moon meaningful to our spiritual path? The new moon gives you the opportunity to harness the power and energy of the moon to set new intentions, start a new project, or experience a new beginning. I like to think of it as a cosmic or energy reset. Using lunar energy can help you ground, 
yourself, help you connect deeper to your spiritual path, and give you a meaningful sense of direction in your life. So how should we engage with a new moon? That's a very good question. I think there can be a lot of overwhelming content out there as to how we engage with a new moon. My advice would be to engage with it thoughtfully and intentionally, but also acknowledge that you're a busy person and it's okay to miss a new moon or to change your routine or only do bits and pieces of it or to not do it at all. There's no fear of missing out here. It is what it is. You can always catch the moon on the next cycle. Beyond setting intentions for the new moon, I think planning a new moon routine can be helpful in keeping the focus so you have a stronger sense of direction to create that meaningful direction for yourself moving forward. When the new moon comes, just pick up what you're able to fit into your day or do the whole routine that you have already arranged for yourself. I think the most important piece is acknowledging the power new moon energy can have and inviting that energy into your life, whatever that looks like for you. So a quick little story about that. I normally have a very preset new moon routine that involves a candle and I'll go into that later but in October October new moon um, kind of set a fire in my kitchen and it made me scared to use the candle again so for months I've just dropped off that part of my what's my normal new moon routine and just kind of left it because I was a little scared of starting another fire so that's kind of a highlight of that's normally a practice of mine that I enjoy doing, but I let it go because of, you know, fear at the root, but I let it go and just picked up other things or just didn't do it. There is nothing that binds you to having a strict routine or that you have to do. You can completely miss this. I just find that I personally feel a little bit more grounded, a little bit more connected to energy and divine energy when I do a routine around lunar phases. But again, we're very busy and it's totally okay to just put things on pause. Like I put my candle ritual on pause for the last couple months. So my personal routine for a new moon, this is what I do most of the time except for when I accidentally started a fire, but this is what I normally do. So I tend to schedule the time in advance, so I have ample time to do everything I need to do. So it depends on what day the new moon is, but I tend to block out about an hour of my time to kind of brainstorm and brain dump and think through what do I want to accomplish with this new moon, what's important to me right now, and what do I feel intuitively called to do? And this can all differ with what sign the moon is in or what is going on in my life at the time. So that's when I start to develop my intention and what I would like to accomplish. Typically for me, what I love about the new moon and new moon energy 
is I like to have a more purification and new beginning and cleansing type of meaning for myself. So I normally don't start projects on a new moon, although you can totally do that. Just for me personally, I look at the new moon as more of like a cleansing space to cleanse physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and that's my interpretation of new moons for me. So for my first step is I clean my house. And very specifically, I clean my floors. Where I come from, there is a very old um, moon folklore around the new moon about if you start at your door entering your house and you wash your floors to the back of the house, that's bringing in good luck and that's bringing in good energy. So that is one thing I always do on a new moon. I definitely clean my house and that makes me feel more in kind of like a new moon mood, so to speak. And while I'm cleaning, I visualize any negative energy or just any unsettling energy to quietly leave the space. Sometimes I do a deeper clean if time allows. Sometimes it's just usual routine things like making my bed, cleaning my floors, just wiping things down. So it can be whatever you have time for. But while I do this, I leave my doors and my windows open to allow for a flow of energy. While I do this, I also tend to listen to new moon meditation music while I do it. And when I clean my floors, to circle quickly back to that, I normally use an essential oil that I kind of feel intuitively guided to use to clean my floors with. For me, that usually tends to be peppermint or lemon essential oils, which helps kind of brighten your space and it brightens the energy of your space. So that's what I tend to do and also to bring in that good luck. Next, I sage and I utilize sage in a variety of ways. Most often, I tend to use a bundle of ethically sourced sage or a sage candle, sage spray, or essential oil. And once again, I probably put the essential oil in my bucket that I'm using to clean my floors, bringing in all that good luck. But for those that have perhaps asthma-based conditions or just don't like the smell of sage, I would highly recommend the spray or a sage candle. Next step, I lay out my crystals on my windowsill to recharge. Since the new moon cleanses, and charges them. I try to do this with all of my crystals, but I do have a larger collection. So most of the time, I cleanse and recharge my favorite crystals or the ones I have been working with the most. So for this week, the moon being in Pisces, for example, I feel really called to cleanse my selenite crystals, clear quartz, amethyst, things that speak to intuition and emotions and cleansing. So those will likely be the ones I put out to be cleansed and recharged by the new moon. I also try to make and enjoy a nice healthy dinner. I have been trying to practice mindful eating and eating healthier. 
I think everyone, we've all been stress eating a little bit this year and we have all put on a little weight. So we're all a little fluffy right now and that's totally fine. But as spring comes, I feel a little bit more inspired to eat more fruits and vegetables. So I try to enjoy a healthy dinner and feed my physical body and my energetic body with this meal on a new moon. Then I take a shower or a bath and I can have a whole podcast conversation about lunar energies and showers or baths and I will probably do that. But to summarize, I try to clean my aura and reset myself physically. And by resetting myself physically, I usually exfoliate my skin. If anything needs to be shaved, I shaved it. It's just to kind of start afresh and feel clean and like refreshed and new, essentially. Once I complete that, I normally light a white candle and I try to visualize new beginnings, cleansing, fresh starts, and I write some things that I want to let go of and I let the candle burn it. And I normally do this, but I haven't for months because (laughs) of my October incident, but I'm feeling better about that. So I think this new moon, I will get back into my little white candle routine. I usually journal a little bit as well. I'm not good at journaling. It is, it's, it's just not intuitive for me to write what I'm feeling or brainstorm that way. I tend to be more of a just make a list type of person, brainstorm that way. And journaling takes that into a whole more, I would say, intimate level that I'm not used to. So I'm working very hard to try to journal. And my journaling so far is not as robust as I would like it to be. But I'm working very hard to journal any um, intuitive impressions I've gotten from the new moon during my meditations that day, any imagery that came up, dreams I've had lately, any thoughts and feelings I have moving forward. And so that's how I'm trying to build that skill. I'm also working on expressing gratitude. So it doesn't matter what lunar phase. When I journal, I try to express gratitude for at least one thing in my life. So I'm trying to build the journaling skills. If you are a journaler, my goodness, that is such an amazing skill to have. It really, really builds your relationship with your soul. I highly suggest that everyone tries it. So once I finish my journaling, I wrap everything up by doing a new moon meditation and I just hop on YouTube type in new moon meditation and I do that and then I go to sleep and try to get restful sleep so that's kind of like the outline of what I do and that can deviate a little bit depending on what sign the moon is in So my suggested routine, I've been brainstorming this for this new moon, because the new moon will be in beautiful Pisces, we will all feel a spike of emotions and intuition and deja vu. And 
I'm not an astrologer, but my astrologer friends have talked a lot about Pisces being in Venus and that causing senses of like romance and surges of creativity for us. And Pisces as a sign has such beautiful, deep emotional energy. So this is a really good time to welcome new possibilities, romance, and creativity into your life. With any new moon, I recommend cleansing of some sort. Whatever cleansing looks like for you, it can be what I do, which is taking care of cleansing your environment physically by cleaning, saging, or it can be cleansing yourself with a shower or a bath or whatever that looks like for you. I think it's important to have a cleansing element just so you can get yourself into that headspace of new beginnings. So I would highly recommend doing a gentle cleanse in your surroundings. And if you can, use sage to cleanse the energy of the space. Because of the themes of this new moon, I would encourage you to engage in some romancing yourself and focus on self-care and a spa evening. I was thinking through Pisces as a sign and Pisces has just one of my favorite astrological signs. And so Pisces always reminds me of like mermaids and like beautiful mermaid hair. So I'm like, you know what? A spa day would be great, especially, you know, do like a hair mask, do a face mask and exfoliate and just really, really take the time to take care of yourself and think about what you love about yourself. What features of yourself do you find unique or beautiful? I also think a short yoga routine to connect with your body would be great. Yoga is a great way to connect with your body and kind of create and open those energy channels for creativity. So I think that'd be wonderful for one to do for this new moon. Next, I think journaling about how you would like to expand creatively and brainstorm some projects for the future. This is my weak spot when it comes to my routine. I am not a great journaler, but I think that'd be a great way to kind of take inventory of where you're at with self-care and creative projects and think about where you might want to be. If you are into tarot cards, this would be a good time to connect with your cards and see what the cards have to share about expanding your self-love and yourself as a creative being. I will admit, I don't know tarot cards very well. I am trying to learn. Um, But all week I've had this beautiful image of one of the cards, the High Priestess and the Star, just kind of keep coming up into my intuitive mind as it relates to this week. And I think that's beautiful imagery going into the new moon. So maybe take those two cards out of your deck and see what cards are around them. And that might be a bit of guidance for you for how you can expand your self-love and be your best creative self. And lastly, this is the most important part to the new moon, I personally think. Make sure you get your restful beauty sleep and pay attention to any messages in your dreams. 
I think any dreams you have are so powerful with intuitive guidance and messages, but particularly during a new and full moon, they can offer you a little bit more insight on what's to come in your life path. To close, again, you can find me on Instagram, Etsy, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as my website, Simone Intuitive. I know last week I promised we would do something around the heart chakra, but with this new moon coming up, I wanted to share about this new moon. So here we are next week. I promise will be a strong focus on the heart chakra just in time for St. Patrick's Day. So I wish you all a wonderful week and we will connect next week. Thank you so much and take care.